welcome to Mike's App Match. This is Slim Sam and we have a special episode for you today. Today we have a superstar, Sikanda Raza, who has granted us an opportunity to have an interview. If you can tell from my voice, I'm absolutely excited. This, wow, it's a dream come true. So thank you so much for having me. Brother, as I said to you, it's just two humans talking to each other. Nothing uh-huh. more, nothing less. Right. Uh, I'm going to start with, I'm a purist. I like test cricket. That's my favorite form of cricket. So what's your favorite form of cricket? Um, for me, the learning always came from test cricket. Um, I always felt that if, I, if a player can excel in, in test cricket, he can play any other form of the game. Mm. Uh, whereas if you are a top T20 cricketer, I don't think so you'll have a much... Well, you'll have some sort of a success rate in test cricket. But I do think if you're a good successful test cricketer, there's a very good chance of you being a very good ODI and, and, one, and T20 player as well. Mm-hmm. So, right, you are ranked ninth uh, all-rounder in T20. That is correct. In ODI. It's ODI. Yeah. In T20, which position are you? Do you know? uh, in the 20s, I think. Uh, 20s. 20s. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't okay. check. I don't, right. I don't know. I'm not a guy who checks. These are the things that, uh, that were sent to me by a friend of mine. So, uh, when I had a look yeah, and, and then the picture got out and then everybody, everybody basically found out. Mm-hmm. And that, that's exactly what happened. All right. Uh, personally, as a fan, I'm obviously disappointed that we're not playing too many tests. Do you feel the same as players or you just play whatever is in front of you? Uh, I used to think like that till last year. Uh-huh. Um, but I do think because I was so caught up in, in, in the fact that Zimbabwe doesn't play too much cricket, which is a reality, but it's a reality that I cannot change. Mm-hmm. So I stopped thinking about it. Um, why? Because I, I, I found that that reality was taking me away from from the fact that when Zimbabwe do get the games, maybe I wasn't performing because I was always very angry about the fact that we don't have a lot of cricket. Mm-hmm. So I just play what comes to me, to be honest, and, and, and try and do as well as I can. Okay. So the upcoming series, UAE, I remember the last time we played them, I was sitting on that corner right there <laughs> when it rained and everything happened. Does it feel like a revenge mission of some sort? Uh, I don't believe in revenge, to be honest. I'm not a guy who believes in that I don't take revenge um, but if you ask me do you remember that game yeah I still remember that game it's in my memory bank it will remain there but if you ask me like have you moved on I would say yes I've moved on I'll never forget that game but I moved on because I cannot that game cannot hold me back um, I've just got to keep going forward try and do well um, that that game mustn't stop the result or mustn't affect the results of these games or any other games that Zimbabwe is going to play in future mm-hmm. so I've I've moved on and, and hopefully I can try and do better. And how are the preparations going for the... Yeah, we've had a very good, we've, we've had a very good uh, two weeks camp, which is coming to an end now. Mm-hmm. So now basically the 15 has been announced and uh, I'm sure it will be in the media soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to be very specific and uh, make sure that our training is, is, is player a lot more player based on what they want and, and to make sure the players are in a good frame of mind and physically and technically as well uh, for us to take on the challenge on, on Wednesday. Yes. Now, when you're facing an opponent, do you do video research? Do you sit down as a team and watch the games they've played to try and figure out player weaknesses? Or it's on a player-to-player basis, like as a bowler, you think maybe if I see a batsman and learn how Oh, no, no, no. Look, if there is a if there is something that's available, we, we all have a look. We'll all have a look at the, at the brief footage about each individual batter and a bowler, what their strengths are, where do they bowl their majority of the deliveries, whether the stock delivery was a change of pace was a surprise ball, whether it's a spinner or a fast one. So we all do that. So, look, the more knowledge, the more information I have, I personally find it useful. Okay. 
Um, now, speaking of the track, we are going to play it's this beautiful ground. I love this ground. Absolutely. Do you request a track or you just play on the track that they prepare, the curator? No, we request a track as well. I think that's the beauty for home picture as well. But mm. to be honest with you, Sports Club have been have been a very good uh, both batting and bowling track. Mm. If you're if you're willing, if you if your skill is good enough, I think you can always find runs and and then take wickets on this track as well. So we just ask groundsmen to give very good tracks, and that's about it. Okay. Um, now, personally, as a player, you're an all-rounder. Clearly, which do you prefer? Do you prefer bowling? Do you prefer batting? Well, to be honest with you, I think it will be it will be an injustice if I pick any or the other because uh, there has been times when my batting hasn't fired and my bowling has kept me in the team, and there has been times when my bowling hasn't fired and batting has kept me in the team. So I think it will be very difficult to divide the two. Um, but what it has made me realize that my workload has gone a lot higher compared to the others because I'll, I'll have to do my batting as much as I have to do my bowling. When others have done their bowling, they could have an easy time. I can't because I have to do my fielding and then I have to do my bowling and bat. So my workload has gone a lot higher, but it's a workload that my body started to accept and manage, which is a great thing. Yes. And you seem really vocal on the ground. Are you? Do you look forward to like eventually being like a captain, or is it something that comes naturally to you? You just a vocal when you're on the um, look. I think this is who I am. Um, also, like you don't, you don't have to appoint someone to be a leader. I think leaders, leaders are just leaders. They'll shine in their own departments. They, they don't need a tag. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my opinion, it's just that what I find, if I can help with something, why must I not be vocal? Because at the end of the day, so it's going to benefit the whole team, not just myself. Um, so I'm not shy to speak my mind to my captain or, or come up with the ideas or, or, or see a batter and think this plan could work or think outside the box or take a chance or take a risk. I'm, I'm never shy of that. Okay. And I think it's it's something that, or maybe it's because that's how I was brought up with a, at a very young, early age, I left home. Um, wanting to become a pilot and software engineer, hostels, making decisions on my own, learning with life. Life is a beautiful teacher. So, all these things, and also now being exposed to different leagues as well, and you listen to other big guns that are there, and they come up with different plans regarding what the batter is doing. So you bring all that knowledge back to your country and you share it, and uh, hopefully that experience, that knowledge can help us win games. Yeah. Talking about that, how was the experience in the PSL the last this time round? Oh, PSO was brilliant. PSO was fantastic. Um, I, I I just hope that I'm fully fit to, to play these games. There there are a few things that I learned there that I would love to implement uh, against against UAE and going future as well in international games. If I could do that, I think there there may be something to talk about. And yeah, playing in the subcontinent does it really help with people talk about the spinning tracks over there. So did you get a chance to talk to some legendary spinners or people who have been spinning the ball a bit more yeah. to learn a few tricks? Uh, definitely. Um, Canada was brilliant because I had Sunil Narayan in my team. So that helped. Then when we went to Bangladesh as well, a lot of quality spinners there as well um, have been a great chat with all. But it wasn't just spinners. It was the fact that you'll speak. Uh, for example, I had a great chat with Ravi Bupara because he was also my teammate at PSL, but I was with him in BPL as well. Yeah how I could use his experience and his knowledge regarding the tracks, regarding to tackle, spin, seam, medium paces, things like just knowledge. I think if, if my mind can perceive an idea, I, I feel very confident to achieve it. Now, talking about the local, the domestic uh, league, there's been a lot of talk, like as fans, as we talk, you know, we oh, just please, fans, yeah. we just oh, talk. Oh, you have all the rights. Uh, sometimes you feel like 
it's not as competitive as it should be. Do you feel the same or it's, it's just tough? It's tough there when you're facing somebody um, that's coming at you. My question to you, I'll answer that question. Yes. But my question to you, why would you feel it's not as competitive as it should be? What is it missing? Uh, well, we sometimes as we look at it, we seem, the big players seem to handle the pressure of the bowlers, the local bowlers, a little bit better, and you have like big scores easier. Okay. So sometimes you feel like it's not, you know, like you're not really struggling. Yeah, but do, yeah. But also at the same time, don't forget there'll be a youngster coming in who will represent Zimbabwe in the next five years. He'll yeah. be struggling, but he'll be learning at the same time. Yeah. And, and if a senior cricketer isn't struggling, is because he's faced the same bowler for over a number of years times, and he may have worked him out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't find the scoring is easier. I, I, it doesn't matter whether I'm playing domestic or club cricket. I'm always nervous and itching that how I'm going to score and things like that. So for me, it's never the case. But if it may feel like that because the senior guys are scoring, it's because they've earned the right, because they've spent years in that domestic setup. My question is, if you say domestic is not competitive, how can it be, how can it be competitive? We already have four teams. Mm. So the quality is a lot higher. Yeah. So And all your national boys and senior boys are available, minus one or two who may be busy in the leagues. But so there's nothing from a player's point of view we can do to make it more competitive. Yeah. It is as competitive. You know, suddenly we can't hire someone from overseas to come and bowl at us. Uh-huh. So it's going to have to be your own boys bowling. So I, I find, I find domestic very competitive and mm. tough as well. So anyone who's successful mm. in the domestic, believe you and me, he's done something right to be, uh, to be where he is. And he's if if he's named in the national squad, he's done he's done everything he possibly can to be here. Yeah. Uh, talking about the young boys. Let's talk about what's, uh, the team of young boys. What's his name? Um, the one that was disbanded. That is the one that toured in England. The one which Kamunkang played. Or Tinashe. Tinashe. I'm talking about the team in itself where they had the setup. Of oh, yeah, boys. the Rising yeah. Stars. The Rising Stars. Yeah. Club um, and project. We had Tinashe here yeah. from Rising. Yeah. Garava, Kamumba. Yeah. Rainbow, Farazakram, Tony. Yeah. So my question really is, the young guys that are coming up, are they as motivated? Do you see the hunger in, in, in the kids that are coming out from maybe the schools who are getting a chance to play with you in, in, in the domestic setup? Do you see the same hunger that uh, those kids want to make it into the national team? Do you always feel somebody trying to get you dressed? Is basically what I'm trying to ask. Um, if someone is not, there is something, something majorly wrong. If someone is going through all the pain six days of training under the sun mm. and having a better life to what he may have or may, may achieve mm. and not have that hunger then there's something wrong personally i find that the rising star was a fantastic project and mm. it doesn't have to you, you can name it anything but i genuinely sincerely hope there is another academy you can name it zimbabwe academy i don't care about the name as long as there's something for the youngsters because our growth and our development mustn't stop um, if you look at the development uh, rising star program, I think six of them have already made it to the national team. Yes. Um, so that means it was successful. Look, uh, Brandon Mabuta, by the way, was also part of that. He's also here. Ryan Bull was part of that. He's also here. So, you know, if doesn't matter which name you give it to the academy, but if we can find an academy as quickly as possible, that would give our youngsters a platform to train, to get better and, and, and take my jersey um, um, as quickly as, as, as possibly. Also, in a way, it's good for me because then I know that there's not just one, there's not two, there's three, four guys coming after my spot. What it made, what it will make me do is to work even harder and get even better. I think the biggest enemy of any player's growth could be the comfort zone. Once a player finds himself in a comfort zone, then I think that's the biggest enemy. 
Okay, uh, in betting, which position do you prefer? Uh, look, I've, I've bet from one to seven, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, it's it's what the situation calls for. Uh, but because of uh, two senior guys are missing, mm-hmm. and uh, if I get fully fit, if I play, I'll, I'll bat slightly higher in the order, and that's because um, I, I genuinely feel that uh, senior cricketers must take more of a responsibility and try and win games for the country, mm-hmm. and give a platform for the youngsters to just come in and express themselves. All right, let's talk the World Cup that is coming. Sure. It's it's rather sad that we're not there, and as as a nation, you saw collectively what happened. Yes. I remember that day like yesterday. But let's talk about what's going to happen. Do you, who do you believe is the favourite for this current World Cup? Um, I'm not watching. You're not? No. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually quite surprised. Yeah, best of luck to all the teams. I, uh-huh. I sincerely mean them. Best of uh-huh. luck to all the teams and to their fans. And I hope it's a great spectacle. I'm not watching. I'm not interested. Okay. And people can call me whatever they that are. No, it's, it's, sore, it's, it's, it's bitter, whatever. No, it's, it's an honest answer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you say a few things after the qualifiers and as fans we absolutely agree cricket seems like they're shrinking the space instead of growing the space you still hold the same sentiments? Uh, I, do. Mm-hmm. I do and hopefully one day they'll grow the game because we really want hopefully. because there are a lot of other teams associate teams that are coming up that are showing so especially the spectacle that we saw that were the qualifiers like also the world cup is sometimes for 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 some players it's just one in their career mm-hmm. and you take that away and he's gone when he retires what is he got what is he got to show for yeah so yeah okay totally understandable all right let's take a break welcome back so we were talking about this and i was saying that as a fan I'm really, really excited. So I remember a friend of mine, Simba at Legflip on Twitter, said, yes, I wouldn't be more proud of you, bro. Tell Sikanda how much you appreciate him as a player and as a role model. Get in there. So yeah, I wanted to say that the fans really, really, really appreciate you playing for the team and I hope the sentiment gets there. And on that note, as fans, I know I'm on Twitter, I come to the ground, and I know fans can be brutal sometimes. So first of all, do you really read all the tweets that go out there on Twitter and how does that affect your game? Look, I, I think one thing is, I'll be very honest about that, I think it is very difficult to read all of them. Yeah. Um, but I try and read as many as I possibly can. Um, I try and, I, I don't really reply to good or bad, I, I just read them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like their tweets, if I, if I actually enjoy it, I like it. Yeah. Uh, I just don't like it for the sake of, if I like it, I'll, 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 press, I'll, I'll hit the button like. Yeah. But uh, now that you mentioned that, but but I think all your love, all your support gets to me eventually, um, sooner or later, but it always gets to me. And to be honest with you, I think in some of the difficult and dark days, I think it's, it's that love that's kind of get me going. And uh, and I thank you for that. Thank you all for that. So when we're in the fans shouting out, do you actually hear? Yeah, yeah I, I pretend not to hear. But <laughs> I, think, I think the good and bad, put it this way, the good yeah. and the bad gets to me. I mean, I hear it. I just pretend that I haven't heard it. Welcome back. And now I'm joined by the main man, Lizwe. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, slightly delayed, but I'm here now. <laughs> uh, great to have you, Raza. Um, I'm, I mean, Slim has already done the introductions already. But uh, thank you for joining us on Mike Match. We really value your participation, even online. We see you're active. You know, you're liking the tweets and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, brother, if I said to the J, if I, if I like something, um, it doesn't have to be surrounding me. If I like something, oh, yeah. I, I'll 
I'm, I'm not a guy who will shy or, or, or be stingy in liking and retweeting <laughs> and things like that. Okay. So if, I, if I genuinely like someone's work, regardless of what field they're in, yeah. how would you would see me. All right. How, how do you deal with criticism online? Like when um, it comes to Twitter feedback, after a poor performance, you know, how do you deal with that sort of thing? Because, I mean, you're seeing what people are saying. Yeah. Definitely. So. Yeah. Uh, look, I said, to, I said to Slim as well, not everything gets to me as in I can't read all the tweets, but some or few that I do. Um, the the thing that worked, that has worked for me is that I found a medium where a success doesn't take me too high and a failure doesn't bring me too down. And that goes with the, with the criticism as well. No criticism will take me that low that I cannot get back up and... And no praise can take me that high that my feet doesn't stay on the ground. Okay. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to that because I might have. <laughs> I might have said one or two words, uh, not to you, no, but no, no. to the team. No, no. <laughs> Especially uh, around about a year ago, around around the same time, a year ago, we were playing the same team that we're going to be playing in the, in the upcoming series, UAE. And that loss, you know, I was seated right. Uh, we're recording this at Centurion, so I was sitting <laughs> like a few meters from here, watching the game, and it was just heartbreaking. And after that, I just went on a rant a bit, right, <laughs> said some terrible things. <laughs> right, so it's, it's quite interesting to find out how you guys deal with that sort of no, bad no, criticism from the fans. You have every right. You had every right to say what you had to say, man. It's fine. <laughs> no hard feelings none, none whatsoever yeah because if they were hard feelings we wouldn't be here would we yeah okay so no hard feelings i remember at some point in time i sat at the castle corner which is probably the most vocal corner <laughs> right the uh most, the most troubled corner yes <laughs> so having sat near there i have heard the praise they sing when they're happy they sing when they are not happy they express it yeah. does it get because the distance Sometimes somebody who's fielding deaf. I think I've seen a point where a player has actually requested, yeah. I think, not to feel there because there was a bit of abuse <laughs> yeah. that was getting there. Now, it's this, true. yeah, so here, what I'm asking you as, as, as players, uh, do you have a message for the fans, especially some who take it a bit too far? Nah, <laughs> look, I think. Just at the end of the day, don't forget that we are also humans. Do not forget that we also have families. Do not forget that it's a it's just a cricket match and not the end of the world. And do not treat it like that it's a life and death situation. That's more, also one of the best advices I had in my career as well. Tomorrow is the sun's going to rise. The life's going to go on. So uh, I understand that as long as uh, abuse is directly at me, I don't have a problem with whatever you say. Um, just make sure that our our families and friends and relatives um, our race, religion, color doesn't get involved with it. Otherwise, say whatever you want. Uh, personally, I'm okay with that. And uh, coming to your previous point, I think, yes, there has been a few times when I've asked a junior kid or, or someone who's younger than me or, or junior to me to get out of the castle corner. And I've gone there myself because um, maybe because maybe I can handle the abuse a bit better than him. And, and, and on the day, maybe he's not, he's not well and, and I just want to kind of protect him. Um, from the Casa Corner. <laughs> so I've gone there myself and uh, what I try and do, I try and indulge them into yeah. into some sort of a conversation with the fans or have a humor, have a banter mm-hmm. and try and take the abuse away from them so that yeah. when the next time the kid goes there, it's all right. you know, he's a lot more relaxed. Okay. And, and I think when you see also the, the kids and the youngsters at the at the boundary line as well and you're very close to, to those youngsters, just try and be encouraging because don't forget he's finding his feet and if you can help him from outside the park, it would only help the country and the team that he gets onto his feet quickly and, mm-hmm. and start performing for the team as well. 
Okay. Yeah, you can abuse me as much. <laughs> okay, that's the that's the license to go at hazard. <laughs> um, talk about stadium atmospheres. Uh, which cricket ground have you felt like the most pressure to perform coming from the crowd? Just basically the noise. The intimidation, you know, that sort of thing. I don't Bangladesh, get, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bangladesh is up there. I, yeah. I don't get intimidated. I yeah. think I think even in Bangladesh, I'm, I'm, I, I would like to think so. I'm, I'm loved there as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, if uh, that that place can be very abusive at times, but I haven't really felt that that racial or or, or any sort of abuse. Okay. Uh, to be honest with you, I have not received abuse. No. Um, yeah. Anywhere overseas. I mean, um, you're the darling of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> don't know, don't know about that. But Canada was good. I didn't, I didn't. APL was good. I didn't get abused okay. at, at at Sharjah in Dubai, PSL Karachi, Abu Dhabi, um, Bangladesh, Chittagong, Dhaka, whichever. Kulna, Salad. I, I haven't really been. Okay. Um, I think the only place I've actually been abused is Kasapana. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So for all the places that you played, which is the most iconic, like sports club? Oh, right, sports club. I've got a very, very emotional bond attached to this place. Okay. Um, if I'm in the country, um, um, uh, there has not been a single day where when I haven't been able to come to this ground. I come to this ground every day, even if it's just for a second, even if it's just to have a look, just to visualize whatever. I'll be here. I, I'm here every day, wow. even if it's just for a minute. Since I made my debut, yeah. and if I'm in the country and if I'm in Harare, you just make sure you. Come I just to... make sure here, even if it's just for a minute. If you're not training, I just come here, have a look, absorb the atmosphere again, look at the ground, and go home. Okay. Uh, but when it comes to franchise cricket, you're representing Tuskers and their home ground is Queen's Sports yeah. Club, yeah? yeah? How's Queen's compared to Harris Sports Club? Do you feel like that connection with Queen's as you do with Harris Sports Club? Or you just feel more at home at Harris Sports Club? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, and it's true, I don't get attached to things. I don't get attached to any materialistic thing. I, I get attached to people. Okay. I get attached to values, to morals, to principles, mm-hmm. um, honesty, integrity, loyalty. These are things that that I'll find myself getting attached to. Not to places. Okay. They're both it's grounds. One of those. They're both made of bricks. Both have got a wicked up place, so I don't get attached to materialistic things. All right. Uh, you mentioned a key. Having said that, okay. don't ask for a bat. I'm not giving. Oh, the look for a bat. Bats, gloves, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm. Oh, one of your jerseys that you gave me years back. You know. That there is, you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, no attachment. Uh, you mentioned a key point. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if you've gone through it with uh, Slim, yeah. But um, you, your role in the team as one of the top players. We're seeing now PJ Moore is vice captain, was announced vice captain. Hamilton is uh, captain, and there's been talk that he might miss the match, the first match. Hamilton, that means uh, PJ is should be perhaps leading uh, the team. How do you feel your role comes into play as one of the senior players on the side? Uh, I don't think so. My role has changed any bit. To me, at the end of the day, it makes no difference uh, who's leading or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I was vocal when Hammy was captain, if I was vocal when BD was captain, why should why must it change because PJ is the captain? I will remain the information, the knowledge I have to share. I will remain the same. I will share with PJ. I will share with anyone. Anyone who asks me the right question will give you the right answer. Mm-hmm. If I have to, or I'll try and work a plan or something. But on the park, we have to sometimes think on our feet. Yeah. So I try and do that. And if I can come up with something, I'll discuss it with PJ. We'll try and implement. So for me, the, when it comes to helping my team, my role hasn't changed one bit. Okay. That's 
because I had a discussion with uh, Dean Duplessis, well, just it was on Twitter, like, I mean, who's, who are the key, you know, the core top group of senior people who could help PJ with some of the decision making? Oh, I hope he didn't mention my name. <laughs> there's, other, uh, there's other guys there. <laughs> of course, I mean, like, we just grouped a couple of names, you know, Raza, Mpofu, Evine, you know, Sean Williams, the type, the more senior players who've been with the side for a number of years now, who you'd expect that. Um, Having said that, some of the so the names that you mentioned, I'm a baby to them because they all made their debuts way oh, ahead yeah. of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's nice to be put in that place where people look up to your opinion and ask you for your opinion. And most importantly, value your opinion. Don't just ask for it for the sake of asking. Mm-hmm. I think it's always very humbling to be in that position where people can trust that you can come up with, with something that would help with you. So it's nice. Okay. Uh, you've been in camp for a bit now, I understand. Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks. Um, some of the kids are new to the side, to, yeah. the, to the group. Which one of them has really caught your eye from the new boys who've come in? Um, look, to be honest with you, the new boys that have actually come in is Tinashe and uh, Tony. Okay. Uh, Rango's been with us. Uh, Brandon Mahuda, I mean, has been with us. Ryan Bell has been yeah, with us. Even yeah. though these guys are in and out and they're new, but they have been with us. Okay. So technically, it's, I'm trying to think, am I missing anyone? I don't think so. It's only Tinashe and Brian Chari has been with yeah. us as well, but in, in and out as well. So, exactly. you know, and I play franchise with him. So it's not really, yeah. so the only two kids that are new in, are basically Tinashe and Tony, and I've been hugely impressed by both. Okay. Um, hopefully, we'll find time and I can sit with Tony and, 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 and have a word with how, how I think what I do when I'm bowling. Mm-hmm. And if Tinashe has to... Uh, ask me a few questions when I used to open and I can help him with something, I would not be shy. Okay. Um, one thing one thing I'm a huge believer on is is that I must, before I disappear, because everybody's time is going to come to an end and I'm yeah. very much aware of that, before I disappear, I must give Zimbabwe my replacement. I should be the one who should find him okay. and say, Zim, I think this boy is ready and he's. I'm going to take a step back. I'm done with my cricket. Thank you very much for the opportunity, but I'm giving you this boy, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Whether you pick him or not, it's your decision. But I think this is part of me this is part this is the least i can do for zimbabwe for giving me that opportunity the least i can do is to basically says my time is coming to an end thank you for very much this guy is better than me and i think he's the one who's going to take the country forward i must find him not just find him help him okay to be better than me not be scared that if he gets better than me he can take my spot no no i must find and help him to get better because if he's better than me the country gets benefited and that's the ultimate goal. It's a fantastic attitude there. Eh? <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to the next uh, Sikander Raza. <laughs> yeah. Right, so in your cricketing career, who's the toughest batsman you had to bow to and the toughest bowler you had to face? Do I have to really answer that seriously? <laughs> <laughs> if, well, it's for the fans. <laughs> okay. You know what? If it's for the fans, I'll keep it domestically because yeah. they'll know everybody. Okay. Um, I would say the toughest batsman I have to bowl to is Christopher Mpofu and John Nimble. Okay. Yeah. And the toughest bowler I have faced is, to be honest with you... uh, You smash anyone. No, no, no. (laughs) To be honest with you, anyone who can roll his arm over within the 15 degrees will trouble me. Okay. I'm horrible when it comes to batting and nets. I look look ugly. Uh, Liz, you and Slim can trouble me right now. Well, I'd love to. <laughs> this is absolutely surprising. Yeah. Because they say Chris and Paul would bother him. I can't well, get him. Well, Chris has been coming up, you know. He's no, I know. Once in a while, 
can swing the bat. <laughs> it's really surprising to me. John like, Imbu. Yeah. Uh, these yeah. guys are trouble me. Yeah, yeah. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about when it comes to international cricket? Yeah. Um, a couple of international cricketers. Like, I think the quickest, I would say, the quickest spell I, I, I ever faced was from Mitchell Johnson in the Australia series. I thought that was pretty Mitch. sharp. Yeah, I can um, imagine. Uh, trying to think, I think I think there was a spell from Pradeep from Sri Lanka when I was playing for the A when I was debuting for my A series. That was the quickest one I've faced as well. Uh, a spell from Mushan Dilanga when I was just new to the national team, yeah. even on those blue wire tracks. Yeah, uh, was pretty. Uh, when it comes to spinners, I I, I found Saeed Ajmal to be very tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, look. To be honest with you, for me to be in trouble, it doesn't take much from the bowler. Okay. <laughs> I'm ninety percent of the times in trouble. <laughs> it wasn't no way. With the way you always giving us good totals, I mean, average, uh, good averages half the time. So uh, it's quite a shock, you know, that you'd face so much. <laughs> you look the most, one of the most steady people on the pitch. You look know? unfazed uh, really yeah. when you're batting, even when you're bowling. It looks like even if you hit out of the park. The next boy is just coming. Yeah, yeah, getting hit out of the park. One of the best advice I got from from one of the spinners as well was never be scared to get hit. As a spinner, you be prepared to get hit because once someone's taking a chance on you, meaning yeah. he's also prepared to get out. Oh. So that opens a window. So it's a risk and reward thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not. Look, yeah, you can hit me though. You can hit me a few times, no problem. No. But I'm coming at you to I, get I you out. Get up and go to the next. Uh, I'm coming at you to get you out. Uh, yeah, that's that's how my mindset works. Uh, but uh, I tell you, maybe I can, maybe I'm a good faker when I'm batting, because if you guys think I look calm and composed, I From tell you, stands, yeah, like my that. my my teammates have got the pads on. They just know anytime <laughs> anything can happen. <laughs> so okay, that's that's quite funny. Uh, when it comes to the national side, what would you say is the funniest character? From all the all the okay. guys, I'd give it to Chris and Porfu. I'm not sure, but uh, you know, this, nah, nah, we got, got better clowns in the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll be honest, I, I think I, I'm, I'm pretty you, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Look, I think people have their weird sense yeah. of humor. Yeah, yeah. So I find all sense of humor pretty okay. But I think Sean Williams' idiotic okay. sense of humor cracks me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Craig Irvin's slow sense of humor cracks oh, yeah, me up. Yeah, yeah. Um, trying to think, uh, who's funny? Who's funny? Nah, look, I think these two guys are definitely up there. Trying to think uh, if there was anyone that. Uh, Jake Muzrabani was very funny. Timson Maruma. Okay, you know, okay. He's a, uh, by the way, Timson is a darling to this yeah. one. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I find him. I, I just just <laughs> look, just looking at him makes me laugh. <laughs> so I think it's gonna be very trouble batting with him if I have to. Wow. <laughs> You know who's the most serious guy when the chips are down? The guy who's gonna get in the changing room and shout at everyone, type guy, the, the, the really yeah. serious, serious type person. Uh, we don't have when the chips are down. We actually back each other even okay. more. Okay. Uh, we don't shout at each other, but uh, I think when it comes to standing up, I think myself, Taylor, mm. we are not shy to speak our minds in the changing room and, and basically. Not abuse, but if you have to say some harsh things, we're not shy to. Okay. We say as it is. Oh yeah, Taylor. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. Serious. I wouldn't want to get in his way. <laughs> not in his. But believe me, people. People may actually get this. Taylor is actually a very funny as well, but a very calm person as well. He brings okay. a calmness in the changing room as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, you don't want to get in his way when he's giving you the abuse, as yeah, we call it. Yeah, yeah. Because in my opinion, 
it's he's actually advising you yeah it's just how you want to take it mm-hmm. he's actually saying those things for you to get better it's not going to benefit him it's only going to benefit you okay so yeah but i tell you he's not if if people think that uh, he's always angry or he's always serious no man yeah, yeah. it's funny okay he's got some some good humor on him it? and he's got some great stories he's been around for some time oh, as well, yeah. So, oh yeah oh yeah so we enjoy his company okay You'd think the Rolls Royce is Craig uh, Evan, you know, it's very chill yeah. to the way he handles himself <laughs> yes. on the park. Yes. <laughs> and I imagine in the changing room, yes. also just no emotions. Uh, Craig yeah. is just calm. Craig, <laughs> Craig is calm. <laughs> uh-huh. Craig, Craig brings calmness to the changing room, to the squad, mm-hmm. to to his friends, to the scenarios out there. Everything looks achievable when Craig's there. Okay. What's Hamilton like in the changing room? Um, quiet. Okay. Yeah. I always quite you know, for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just the feeling that I got. No, Craig's quiet as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. Craig is just calm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, who's the best dressed in the team? Oh, I was uh, Tim Samaruma, myself, <laughs> uh, PJ. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and the worst dressed? <laughs> uh, Brandon Taylor, <laughs> Malcolm Waller, oh, Hamilton Masakaitza. Wow. And I'm trying to think if I'm missing any. No, yeah. So I'll give you three, three. Okay, no, that's fine. Best dancer? Uh, best dancers will be Mavuta. Currently, Mavuta. Uh, Maruma. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like, it's fun about it. Uh, no, Bobby can throw some. Chris Mpofu can throw some moves <laughs> that can surprise <laughs> okay. you. Yeah. As a blind boy, uh, yeah, you'd expect yeah, that. Yeah. Bobby can throw. Bobby's definitely there. Yeah. So I'll give you three again. These three. Okay. Cool. All right. Just a bit on the cricket. Um, are you taking this match or this coming series as like a revenge sort of series? <laughs> no. Based uh, on what what's happened. Everybody Because, may be different, but yeah. for me, let's be. I don't believe in revenge. No, I've right. said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Clarify that. <laughs> I'm just taking this as a series that's come my way that I've, I have to try and make sure as much as I can hopefully inshallah I'll be fully fit yeah that I do well make sure my team wins um and whatever comes with it the individual or the collective accolades yeah. we accept I was about that. to ask that any individual targets for the series like, win yes win contribute to win because yes. um because I one thing that has been that I've been very blessed with is that yes I've been part of few leagues but it has also hurted that there hasn't been much environment representation once we start winning collectively I think it will raise all of our profiles a lot higher a lot better that can actually bring more opportunities to more Zimbabweans as in my opinion more and more Zimbabweans have to have to get out and play um you've come out and offered tickets to fans or first 100 fans that are coming through gate 4 to is it the first match or all the matches all the matches like okay. um and i would like to say that there has been uh, three more individuals that have joined in yeah. um Brendan Taylor PJ Moore Carl Jarvis have joined in and, and given for 50 for each match as well so that okay as it stands 200 tickets per match that will be available on gate 4 wow every match wow. for our fans It's incredible, and uh, part of the donations, part of the money is being raised to go to Cyclone yeah. Hidai. Um, one of the reasons why I came up with that was also um, this is my first home series after a little fallout I had with Zetsi, and 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 so wow, I thought so much happened in a year. Yeah, so <laughs> I came back and I was thinking, how do I 
uh, I, I, how do I reward basically the fans who in my tougher times basically were there and I thought the least I can do is, is try and help fans with the tickets because yeah. I know Cyclone and I basically brought the whole country together so even yeah. our fans even with as little as two dollars they may have had in their pockets they've donated it towards towards our brothers and sisters who got affected so so I was coming up, I was thinking, what, what can I do to basically help? And, and, and I thought, these guys have always been there, but they may not be able to come because of, they may have used those funds or resources that they had, or they have for the Cyclone. So I thought, all right, I'll stand up and say, so I'll buy 50 tickets every game. For, wow. for, and, I, and I wanted to be first come, first serve, because I don't want uh, anyone, <laughs> any bias, any bias, anything. And I've trusted uh, a friend of mine, Kuda Gaff, I trust him, and uh, I, I picked a responsible one, in my opinion. Yeah. And I thought Kuda will be the man who will stand there at a, at a time that's suitable for him, way before the game. If the game starts at half nine, could be there at eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. So first 50 will go in free. And then because of our three more brothers have joined in, we've got 200, 200 tickets, tickets. And Kuda will wow. be there until the last ticket is given to a fan to wow. come in. Um, I've also gone and uh, reached out to a charity, Kids Can. Mm -hmm. I think Kids Can charity deals with kids with cancer if i'm not mistaken yes, yes. yes. and uh, i'm happy to bring 100 kids on a sunday game wow. and uh, um, the reason i haven't tweeted about that is because they haven't replied back and that's because it's probably weekend i replied i messaged them yesterday okay hopefully by monday i'll have a reply okay okay and i'll bring out 100 kids um on sunday because wow. the money's gonna go for the Cyclone and I donation, yeah, yeah. and the money will go there, and the kids will have their a good time. Yeah. Um, wow. Hopefully, I can, I can. I'm trying, um, no promises, but hopefully, once it's concrete, I'll give more information. But I'm trying to organize lunch and and something for them as well to enjoy okay. the full day. Okay. Oh, wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So very. I'll reach out to Kids Can. I'm just waiting for their reply. Hopefully, so we'll bring hundred kids with with cancer. Uh, unfortunately, we can pray that they all be healed quickly mm -hmm. and sooner. Yeah. Um. So that's the plan. I have their tickets. I just need I just need a reply from them. Okay. So if if I can use this podcast to reach out to KidScan, yeah, you will see my message sitting in your inbox on Twitter. Please get back to me and make sure that uh, it comes next Sunday. We can bring close to hundred, close to hundred kids if I'm not mistaken. Hundred uh, hundred kids, I think, uh, for the game. All right. It's a fantastic guest who's there from you and the rest of the boys who've joined in. I mean, it's really important to also just show one or two things to bring the country together where we'll have fun, uh, hopefully, against UAE. And hopefully, while you're not about revenge, <laughs> hopefully all of us, for the fans, us, for the rest of we can us, get redemption. <laughs> all I can ask you, the amount of time you're going to waste on finding revenge, maybe just find the same time to pray for, for myself to get better, yeah, okay. fully yeah. fully healed, and yeah. uh, for our team to do well as well. Okay. I think that's the time, instead of you praying for revenge, you yeah. can pray for our <laughs> Absolutely. success. Absolutely. All right. Uh, no, it's been great having you, Sikanda. It's been a lifetime of... Uh, you know, dream to have you yeah. on, on, on the podcast. Uh, we've had so many other people, but it's always been we've wanted to have Sikandaraza, and you know, we're very grateful for joining us. Thanks. And uh, hopefully, you'll be sharing around Mike said match. So, from me, thank you, Slim, for handling the fort while I was away. <laughs> but this is your field, cricket is your thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was well done. I absolutely enjoyed every moment of it. So, Keep on downloading the podcast. Uh, if you're on iTunes, please subscribe, like us, get other people to learn about the podcast and share it around. We appreciate the love that you're showing. 
the interactions that you're showing. So please continue doing that. And from me, Slim Sam, on Twitter, it's at Slim Sam underscore. And from Liz Gwey. At Lisa C and on Twitter. Just uh, keep following us at, at, at Mike Said Match. And uh, follow S Raza on Twitter as well. He's uh, quite engaged. You'll see one or two of your tweets. <laughs> you like one or two of your tweets. I had exactly. somebody at home jumping up and down because you like the tweet. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's a special feeling. All right. Thank you, Raza. Thank you, boys. Thank nice you, um, Yeah. As a token of appreciation, I'll okay. present my top sign top to you guys as well. Oh, yes. oh, to yeah. me, and, not to you. No way. No way. And I will prove a point here and I'm only doing this because uh, there were a few tweets that I read regarding the top. So I thought it would be a good yeah. gesture Brilliant. to make this happen. So your tweets do come to me. Yeah. Uh, it's just that not not every tweet I, yeah. I, I can read sometimes, but the few I read, so 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 slim. This top is to you, but yeah. Yeah. it's only because some of your very good friends wished you on Twitter. Wow! Yeah, and, yeah. And thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> thank well you. done. <laughs> As you can see, I'm just getting it out. Whoa! And now, and now. Capital Two Six Free.